Welcome back to In Your Own Words Podcast. I'm Chris Thickpen. And yes, this is season two. You finally made it, or we finally made it to 2021. I hope you had a safe and blessed new year. I know many of you are looking forward to uh, resuming a sense of normalcy in life and in education and also in sports. Uh, Continue to download and share uh, the podcast. Uh, If you have any suggestions for me, uh, you can send your inquiries to inyourownwords20 at gmail.com. Again, that's inyourownwords20 at gmail.com. Sit back, listen, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of In Your Own Words podcast. I'm Chris Thickpin. It is January 4th, 2021. Some of you have returned back to school or maybe returned. So in the meantime, I have a four-time state championship winning head coach that was willing to take time out of his schedule to share some success in gyms and his journey. If you are in north central Mississippi or from Knoxville County or Louisville, he is no stranger to your community. In 11 years as head coach, he has averaged 11 wins per season and has won four state championships, three at Knoxville County High School located in Macon, Mississippi and one at Louisville High School this past football season. Whatever his formula is, it has worked. So it's a pleasure and an honor to introduce and welcome Coach Tyrone Shorter to the podcast. Coach, welcome, and thanks for joining In Your Own Words. Man, thank you, Chris, for having me. Um, oh, can, I, can I make one uh, correction that, that you made? Yes, sir. Okay. I won four state championships in Knoxville, one in uh, Louisville. Oh, my. so that that makes five, correct, Coach? It is correct. That's right. That's right. I stand correct. Thank you, Coach. Uh, so, Coach, have you guys been sized up for rings yet? Uh, we're doing it tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're doing it tomorrow. So, Coach, do do you have you and uh, your, your coaches maybe decided what your ring design will be? Do your players know? The players don't know. Um, the coaches and I, we, we got together before we got out for Christmas and we came up with with a design and made two designs and the artwork artwork coming back in the morning as well as the you know, people coming down to size us up. And we're gonna make a decision as a coaching staff tomorrow. I want to be a surprise to our kids, but it's gonna be really nice. Absolutely, Coach. So, Coach, you know, just for the listeners or maybe young coaches out there that are, that are listening to the podcast, what goes into deciding, uh, you know, which maybe uh, ring company to go with? Have you always done business with this particular company that you're deciding to get your rings with? Um. Well, this like I said, this is my fifth one, and the first uh, two that I uh, we we had to you know, been blessed to win. We went with Justin, and the last two we went with uh, with Alfred Jewels. And, and and what I do, you know, we we have to get three bids from three different uh, companies. And once I once I uh, we decide on a ring uh, design, and we send it out to you know at least three or four different. Uh, ring companies and, and, and we get the best price. And, you know, that's, that's the way we, we kind of do it, you know, to be fair to everybody and to, and also shop around and get the best price. Absolutely. Coach. So, uh, coach, uh, I've seen, uh, the championship rings that, uh, Jewel put out. I think they had some advertisements 
in the Mac uh, directory. Really nice rings. Joshins does a, a, a good job also. So uh, I know at the end of the day, you're probably going to get a, a great ring for a great price. Yes, uh, we, we're going to go with three really good companies, uh, and uh, they're going to give us a bid on it. We're going with Justin, Alpha Jewels, and Balfour. So uh, I, I think our kids and our parents will be really pleased on on the uh, quality of the ring when they come back. Absolutely. So, uh, Coach, uh, are the ring – I guess the ring sizes every year they go up uh, <laughs> with what they offer. I remember – uh, you know, back in the day or maybe in the nineties, those rings weren't weren't so big, but now they're huge, and I'm sure your players uh, really want a big ring. They do, uh, and we're gonna, you know, they earn it, they deserve it. So we're gonna make sure we get a good size ring so they can remember for the rest of their lives. So you know, they can talk about it and be proud. We're gonna make sure we get a, a ring that they're gonna be proud of, and. And and like I said, you know, uh, our, our kids gonna gonna really enjoy them. You know, our coaches gonna enjoy them. You know, so we we're excited. We're excited about coming up with a design. And um, and like I said, this is my fifth one. So I'm, you know, it, it's awfully hard to get there. And you know, so I cherish every one. And so every year, uh, when I get an opportunity to be blessed to win one, I, I make the ring a little bit bigger every year. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Coach, I saw a picture uh I guess it was in the Claren Ledger uh after the game your team won. Uh you I think you were on your knees just, you know, celebrating right after the win and somebody got a photo of you. Uh what what was going through your mind at that time? Well, you know, um a lot of people don't know that um two years ago I buried my father and uh my father was really, really close to me and and that was his birthday, and, and I'm getting tears right now just just talking about it. And and it was it was it was special for me. It was special because my last uh, championship that I gave my father my ring, and I remember my father was like, "By the time you give me a ring, uh, you got you got four of them." So I gave him my uh, my last championship ring, and I buried him with that ring. And to win the state championship on his birthday, man, it was huge for me. So it, it was. Just a lot of emotion came out, and, and I was just so happy for our kids, and and it was just a special time for me. No doubt about it, Coach. Now, Coach, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You won your first one in Mississippi Veterans Memorial Stadium, and this one this past year was in, in the vet. Uh, maybe talk about what it was like playing there, uh, because the state championships for a long time was held. Um, in Jackson at uh, Mississippi Veterans Memorial Stadium. Yeah, it, it, uh, you know, like I said, uh, in 2012, that was my first one that I won as a as a as a head coach. But we also won one. I won one as I was a defense coordinator and assistant head coach with Coach Miller in 2008. So it was special. It, it was special uh, to win it. You know, you know, for years and years, there's always going to Jackson playing for a state championship and. And don't get me wrong, you know, the playing it in the uh the the college stadiums, uh, Mississippi State and Ole Miss and and the Southern Miss, uh, it, it's great, you know, as well, you know, good experience. Uh, but it was nothing like you know going back to the vet and playing it, you know, it it was special and to get that win and 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 for our kids that worked so hard, you know, it it was a special moment and and, it, and I think it's a it'll be a moment that those kids uh uh cherish for the rest of their lives. No doubt about it.
So, Coach, uh, let's talk about maybe the last sequence of plays in that state championship game. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I, you guys score to tie the game and you go for two. Uh, did you know maybe that you were going to go for two? Uh, you know, during that time, you know, that 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 series, uh, as we were driving, you know, we, we put some, you know, we went forward on fourth down several times and we made it. And I just felt, you know, as a coach, you know, sometimes you feel like, you know, that hunch, you know, you know, you feel like, you know, it, it was the right thing to do. And I just felt it, you know, I, uh, it was funny. I had, had called a timeout and I asked my coaches, I said, what y'all think? And it was just silent. The coaches didn't say the word. <laughs> you know? And so I looked at my kicker and he looked the other way. <laughs> and so uh, it was no doubt that I wasn't going to put that pressure on the kid. You know, and, and like I say, we, we we worked on that play. You know, we just put it in. My offensive coordinator, Dylan Mitchell, you know, he, d- he does a great job. And we put that play in because we run a belly a lot and we never ran a counter-reverse off it. So we felt like it was a good play. And and we went forward. You know, it was just a, a good feeling that I had and, and it worked out. Yes, it did. And uh, so, Coach, uh, I guess in your part of the state, maybe in your district, the teams on your schedule, um, you guys don't see a lot of uh, wing T teams. Uh, what what was it like, maybe uh, defending Poplarville and you know playing that style of defense? Because you guys held them to uh, two touchdowns and they they scored a lot of points on on a lot of teams. So talk about maybe what that challenge was like. It was a big challenge, uh, but you know, from 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 in the past, you know, we played uh, East Central. You know, uh, in 2017, they ran that wing tee. We were, we was had the for, we were fortunate to play um, uh, Caledonia uh, first round of playoff, and they kind of like run a version of the wing tee. So I was kind of familiar with it. My my staff was kind of familiar with it. Uh, it wasn't no stranger to us, but you know, it's a it's an offense that you don't see much. It's hard to simulate. You know, it, it, you know, we had to put out. We we try to put our best guys on the scout team. Try to run it. You know, it just you know you just have to play disciplined football. Um, because if 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 you don't play sound football and assignment football and read your keys on defense, you know, it, it's an offense that 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 can score a lot of points and and score it quickly. And and you know, you, as a coach, you'd be thinking, man, how can this team score so many points? And they just run the ball all the time, and, and and it's easy because if you if you if you you got to train your eyes to do the right thing, you got to train it, you know, to read your keys, and, and and you just can't go out and play, just, you know, try to play football the way that you used to. You know, you can't look in the backfield. You got to use, read your keys, and our linebackers had to really be disciplined football players, stay at home when when you're supposed to. You know, uh, play assignment football, and, and our kids did a great job, and 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 we made some adjustments. My hats go off to my coaching staff, my defensive coaching staff. We made some adjustments at halftime, and 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 we really, you know, did a great job in the second half of setting them down. You know, we in the first quarter and in the first half, you know, they was they was running it really really fast, and and our linebacker was 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 my best linebacker. I had to make a tough decision in the in the after the first the second touchdown. I had to bench my my Mike linebacker, my best linebacker, because you know he wasn't reading, he wasn't disciplined enough, he wasn't reading his keys, and 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 we made some adjustments, and our kids did a great job. 
Absolutely, Coach. So, Coach, I, I know you had a special player on defense, uh, Ty Cooper, uh, and I believe did some of your players uh, were they on the previous team at Louisville that played against Poplarville at USM? Did did any of them play or have any experience playing against that team? Uh, those seniors, those seniors, uh, they were sophomores at the time. I think Ty played a little, uh, maybe some special team and, and Kendra Gill and Jamarcus Allen. They played some special team, but they really didn't get, you know, you know, they were sophomores. They didn't really get no really real real playing time uh, against them two years ago when they were sophomores. But they they remember, you know, they. You know, uh, they remember that game, and you know, I was at that game. I went to that game, and I saw the game, and you know, I knew we was in for, for, for a tough task. You know, going into it, you know, uh, Poplarville, give them credit, man. They they have a good football team, good program, and 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 coaching them does a great job there. Uh, you know, sometimes you know you you kind of feel feel bad for those kids there that, you know, they've been there, I think, three years in a row and four time all together. And, you know, but, you know, I'm just glad it happened on us, you know, but, you know, you feel fear for those kids and, you know, you know, cause at the end of the day it's about these kids. And, but, you know, I, 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 I really, really, you know, want our kids to really get this championship. They work so hard. All the things that we have faced throughout this, um, this off season and leading up to the season, then knowing we were going to have a season. And these guys, they came in, they did exactly what we asked them to do. Uh, all the COVID protocols to stay away from it. We were blessed. We didn't have to shut down. Our kids did a great job, you know, so, you know, our, our seniors deserve it, man. I, you know, I, I'm those, those 16 kids that I have graduating, you know, I'm proud of them. No doubt about it, coach. Again, listeners, you're listening to In Your Own Words podcast. I'm Chris Thickpin. Today, my guest is five-time state uh, championship winning head football coach, Coach Tyrone Shorter. Uh, coach, you mentioned your coaches. Uh, would you like to introduce them and maybe uh, give us a rundown of what they do? Uh, yes, um, most definitely because, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer as a head coach. You're nothing without great coaches around you, and, and I have a great coaching staff. Uh, I'm blessed with, you know, 10 coaches, and, and, and these guys does a great job. And I start off with my uh, offense coordinator. His name is Dylan Mitchell. Um, you know, he, he, he does a great job. Uh, my offensive line coach is John Salas. Um, my running back coach is Corey McCullen. Uh, my receiver coach is uh, Eric Marshall. Uh, my defense coordinator um, – uh, Javancer Jones, um, my defensive back coach uh, is Ed Square. Uh, my defensive end coach is uh, Robert Finch. My defensive line coach is George Richardson. And also my tight end and H-back coach is Mustafia Ibrahim. E Okay. Now, Coach, uh, is is that the same uh, staff maybe size you had at Knoxby or or did is some of those guys come over with you when you uh, left Knoxby? Um, it's about four of them uh, came with me that I had at Knoxby, then the rest of them that I brought in as I got hired here and put put a staff together, you know. Uh, you know, God blessed me with a great staff. And, you know, when I, when I took this job, you know, and I brought – uh, four coaches with me and I prayed, you know, let them, you know, 
let me uh, be able to bring some great go coaches around me. And, and these guys are great young coaches. Uh, a few of them played in, in, in at Louisville, so you know they you know they hometown guys, and and it meant a lot for them. You know, when I hire coaches, I'm, I look into you know the character of, of coaches. You know, you got to you got to have the same character traits that I have as as a as a young coach, and also. You know, I, I tell coaches all the time, if they in it for the money, you know, they in the, they in the wrong business. You know, it's all it's got to be about the kids and about the program. It's not about us. It's about the kids and the program. And and these guys, man, I'm telling you, my hats off to my coaching staff, young guys. You know, when I remember first started off, I was the youngest coach on the staff, but now I'm the old guy. You know, so uh, got some really good young coaches with great bright futures ahead of them. Absolutely, coach. Uh, so, coach, let's uh, let's segue. Let's go back to maybe your first season at uh, Louisville High School. Uh, you leave a school where you won four state championships, and uh, you go to a maybe uh, equally um, as talented football or accomplished football program in Louisville High School. And you guys play your former school uh, for the first game. What do you remember about that game? You know, maybe you know. I know during the week you were probably focused on what, what your team needed to do, but, you know, right before the game, pregame, the, the coin toss, what, what is going through your mind uh, maybe uh, once you guys get out there right before kickoff? Um, I can remember that game, you know, uh, it was, you know, it, it, it was, it was different. It was strange. You know, when you've been somewhere for over 20 years and then you, you starting to play against them, you know, it was, it was kind of strange that being on the other side of that stadium in Knoxville, but, um, you know, I had a job to do, you know, I, I left there, you know, a really good program to come to another good program. Uh, but, you know, I knew the kids there and I knew the kids that we had, we knew it was going to be a battle, uh, two great football programs. Um, but, you know, it was, it was business as usual for me, you know, um, you know, trying to win a football game, you know, that that's what it was about, you know, uh, trying to get, you know, it, it was kind of tough, though, you know, when you come to a new program and you're trying to get to know these kids. And when you get here, uh, you know, a lot going on. Uh, they didn't think, you know, they thought they had, you know, a, a different coaching staff were going to be there and then a whole new coaching staff come. And it was a lot of adversity that, you know, we had to face as coaches when we first got here. Uh, a lot of things went, went on that I'm not going to really just talk about. But, you know, I had, had to get in and to win the kids over. Uh, they knew what type of coach they was getting. But, you know, it was just a lot of things that was going on in the program at the time that, you know, I had to, you know, correct and, and, and try to, to, you know, when, when a group of kids, you know, when my philosophy and my vision of the program, you know, was, was kind of different to from what they were, you know, used to, I guess. And, and it was kind of difficult at first. But, you know, as the season went on and uh, we kind of started off rocky, you know, it kind of started off rough. But we lost that first ball game 2-0. to zero. And uh, we we won it all over, you know, the stats. But we didn't win the game. We lost it 2-0 to because uh, we snapped the ball over the – quarterback head and they got a safety but you know as as the year went on and 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 the team starting trusting me and I'm I'm starting and the coaching starting to get to know our kids because you know sometimes you come in and, and and you take over a program you don't know the kids the kids don't know you so it took time 
And we ended up finishing my first year 11 and three. And, uh, and I thought we had a team to win it all that year, but we ended up playing a good green Greenwood team and it was a rainstorm and we just had too many turnovers and came up short, but, you know, um, you know, battle back, and and the kids believed in uh, in, in the process, and and a year year later, we win the state championship. So that's right. Yeah. Again, listeners, you're listening to In Your Own Words podcast. I'm Chris Thickpin. Today, my guest is five time state championship winning head football coach and Louisville High School head football coach, Coach uh, Tyrone Shorter. So, Coach, uh, you know, winning four state championships at Knoxville. Uh, I, I'm quite sure you had some other schools come after you uh, during that time. What made uh, Louisville the right fit for you? And you may have already answered this at at some point, but I'm I'm curious. Uh, it it was you know my course at Knoxville at the time. I knew it it was it was kind of time for me to go. You know, uh, at the time I was. I was contemplating on either Columbus or Meridian at the time, and then this guy, this this job just came out of nowhere. You know, I I was getting ready to go coaching the All Star game, uh, Mississippi Alabama All Star game, and you know, just got a phone call, and and when I came back, you know, and came and talked to the administrator here, and and next thing you know, I mean, they offered me the job, and and it it was I couldn't turn it down. You know, it it was it was. It was a job that, you know, why not come to Louisville High School with the tradition, you know, uh, with with the with this program uh, tradition that they have here, you know, and then following behind, you know, MC Miller again, you know, once he, you know, I knew the program was was still in really good shape when I took it over and. You know, it was just a blessing. It was just a, a great job, a great opportunity just fell in my lap, you know, and I, I couldn't turn it down. And, you know, you know, somebody sent me, one of my frat brothers sent me um, uh, a, a thing today, you know, uh, was saying like the, the 10 top winners program in the history of Mississippi right now and Louisville number one, you know. Wow. Um, you know, so why not, you know, I come to – this program, you know, like I, you know, like you know, and with all the great Hall of Fame coaches that came through here, man, you know, and and then here I am, the Tyrone Shorter coming in behind all them giants, you know, and now you know I can say, okay, you know, I, I kept the tradition going with those guys in the built here, and you know, I, it was a proud moment for me. Absolutely, Coach. So, Coach, uh, with you know, with your experience at uh, Louisville and Knoxville, uh, from from a program standpoint, uh, what role does the junior high, the middle school, play? Uh, you know, in in the feeder program. You know, when I when I first um, took the job, I asked them, you know, what control do I have over the feeder program, junior high program? They told me all of it. You know, I wouldn't took the job if I didn't. I, I think that's important. You know, you have to, you know, uh, with your feeder program, you have to put coaches in place that you're going to run the same thing. It, it's not going to be Chris like the high school, but you got to run the same program 
because when those kids make that transition from seventh and eighth grade to ninth grade, you know, you don't want to have to start all over with those kids. And, and you have to, you know, with me as, as a um, the head coach, all those kids over there know me because I'm there. You know, I'm not that head coach that don't show up at the middle school, don't be at their practice, don't, you know, walking up and down the uh, classroom, the hallways and checking in on the kids. That's me. I do that, you know, and they know me before they even get over here. And and I think that's important. And, and, and to to run the same system in your, your feeder program, you know, your kids ain't have no setback. You know, they just every year you just teach them a little bit more about your system. And then by the time they get in 10th grade, they, they pretty much know it. And then you can roll. You can keep rolling. I think the biggest mistake that program have is they if they – Middle school, they feed a program, run the wing tee, and your high school run the spread. (laughs) You got to teach a whole new thing all over again. They're going to set you back. So I think everybody got to be on the same page, on the same level. Absolutely. And, Coach, you have a lot of uh, coaching uh, friends and associates around the state of Mississippi, and I'm sure you uh, talk to them. Uh, But why do you think some schools or school administrations don't allow that to be possible, uh, you know, have that relationship where you have program alignment between the high school and the middle school? You know, I, I've been blessed, uh, especially here in, in, in Louisville, man. It's, you know, your superintendent, former football coach, your principal, former football coach, and head coaches. <laughs> so, it's, you know, they understand. You know, I, I think a lot of administration, they don't understand it. You know, um, I had I had two female principal when I was in Knoxville County and, and it was, it was, you know, not knocking female principal. I mean, they does a great job, but they, they don't know what it take, you know, most of the time. And then some, some male principals that never been, you know, not athletic minded uh, principals, they don't understand. They don't understand how it's supposed to work. And I think sometime when you have those administrators that, that don't know, until they learn, you know, the way it goes, you know, I, I think, you know, your program be better off. But you have administration that that don't know and don't care, it's going to be rough. You know, it, it's going to be rough uh, because they're not going to try to do what it takes, you know, to, to make the program, is, is, you know, the way it should be. And, and I think a lot of administrators, um, if they allow football coaches to – be that 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 person they can call on because I'm telling you once you once you get the football players in line at the school I think everybody else falling in place you know when you have that discipline when the foot when you when you got eight or five named boys in your school on the football and they doing the right thing the other kids just gonna fall in place I really believe believe that and I and I think that administration that that feed off their coaches and, 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 and lean on their coaches, you know, they have a better school. No doubt about it, coach. Uh, I'm from Taylorsville and I remember, you know, growing up uh, seeing just what you just said. Hey, you've been listening to in your own words podcast with Chris Thickpen. Please remember to share. Now let's get back to the show. Welcome back to In Your Own Words Podcast. I'm Chris Thickpin, and today my guest is five-time state championship winning head football coach, Coach Tyrone Shorter. Coach Shorter is currently 
the head football coach at Louisville High School in Louisville, Mississippi. Now, Coach, uh, let's we talked about the importance of administration program alignment uh, w- with your middle or junior high football team. Um, you guys, I believe, do something special in the off season, one day a week, where you. Uh, maybe uh, teach your young men how to do different things. I think uh, I saw uh, you were teaching them how to tie tie, maybe uh, check oil or change a, a, yes. a flat tire. Can you talk about that song? Yes. Uh, in the off season, you know, I, I call it man training uh, Wednesdays. We do it on Wednesday. We work our tail off Monday, Tuesday, and then on Thursday and Friday. But, you know, I just feel like as a head coach, you know, you got to give back to these kids because, you know, 90, 95% of our kids don't know what their father figure, you know, they don't have that father in their life, you know, and they don't have that strong male in their life to teach them things that they need to be taught. And so, uh, you know, we just, I just started that man training uh, Wednesday and, and what we do, we, we, you know, instead of working out, you know, I bring in guest speakers, I bring in police officers, I bring in, you know, special people, you know, people that have been in the program, people that made it in life, you know, just to come in and just to talk to the kids. And, you know, and all my coaches, you know, I, I make sure all my coaches get a chance to talk to the to the team about something that they experience and uh, they life or something. And, and you know, it, it just, it's, it's a great thing because – you know, it's it just some of these kids don't even know how to tie a tie, you know. And we just just simple, little small things just by tying a tie, you know, it it, it builds your program. It builds character. It, it teaches them things. And, you know, a lot of the guys are like, man, ain't nobody ever taught me how to tie a tie. You know, now you know. You know, uh, changing oil in a car, changing a flat. You, just, you, you wouldn't realize, Chris, how many kids that don't know how to, you know, teenage boys don't even know how to change a flat. Uh, check or, you know, it's just small things that means a lot, you know, it, you know, because to me it's bigger than football. Now I, I tell these young coaches all the time, you know, if you in it just to win football games or you just to win a state championship or just to, you know, put W's by your name, man, you in it for the wrong reason. You know, it's about these kids, it's, it's, you know, because they listen to us. Man, I'm talking about sometimes that word coach, it's bigger than the principal sometimes. It's bigger than, I mean, it's, it's that word coach, it, it, it has weight to it, you know. And these kids look up to you, they'll run through a brick wall for you. And so, but man, we do a lot of things. And, you know, like one special thing that I do on Fridays on game days, you know, all of us in blazers, the same color blazers, same color tie, same slacks, you know, we're going to wear black or brown shoes. I mean, we gonna we that's how that's how my team show up to school on Fridays, be ready, and and not just you know uh, just just putting on that blazer. I'm teaching them this how you look when you go to church, this how you look when you go to a job interview, you know, just small things that you know a lot of people don't even look at, but those small things it can go a long ways, and that's just teaching them discipline, that character, you know, that small things right there. You know, uh, it carries on the football field, and people don't realize that. And, and that's some of the things that we do in our program. Because I, I keep telling people that, you know, I, I, I'm trying to run a program, not a team. And, and when kids leave our program, be 
a great man, you know, uh, a great husband one day, you know, a great father. You know, that, that's, that's when I want them to leave our program. When they get to the college uh, or whatever they want to do, be the best at it, you know. Um, and, and that's the thing that I think a lot of our kids missing. You know, I call it tough love. But when they, when they see, you know, another man maybe look like them, care about them and teaching them this the way things are supposed to be, you know, it, it, it carries a lot. It goes a long ways. And I have kids right now that been through my program, been 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 gone 10 years, and they'll call me on Father's Day, you know, Coach, thank you. You know, happy Father's Day, Coach. They still remember my birthday. You know, that that to me, that's bigger than winning championships. When, when kids come back and tell you what they doing five or six years from now, you know, and I, and I, and I know that they learn a lot more just winning a football game when they come through our program. Absolutely, Coach. And, Coach, I remember – um, I guess it was 2014 or 15. You might have been uh, doing a clinic at uh, Mississippi State, and you were talking about your program at Knox to be done, and you were saying maybe even as far as back as uh, a few years ago, you guys were doing the Blazings, and I thought, man, that was that's a great idea. And I didn't know too many high schools that that were doing it, but uh, you you'd put on a great clinic uh, explaining all of this. How long have you been? Uh, doing that within your program the, the the moment that you know uh when i was with coach miller you know i had a whole lot of ideas uh but i wasn't the head coach you know i kind of brought it to his attention one time and he you know he 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 wasn't really you know coach miller old school you know you know great guy loving to death but you know he he wasn't really into that so you know i was like okay whenever i get my opportunity you know i just had a lot of vision i i, I had a vision how i wanted my programs to to be to look and i just when i got my opportunity you know i just implemented and brought all that to to, to my program and and you know and the kids love it the parents love it and you know uh we 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 you know like on sundays you know, we, we I try to get the kids into going to church. Uh, we'll meet up at different churches in the community. I don't make them do it. I can't uh, make them come. But when you get 25, 30 kids showing up on Sundays that they go to church together and we looking the like, we, we got them blazers on, everybody love it, man. And, and so uh, it got to a point that churches was, was kind of fighting over us <laughs> for, for, for getting us to come, you know. But. Uh, it's just just the vision that I had, man. Just uh, and it's not just to show up on game days looking like that. I'm trying to teach them this the way we supposed to dress when we go to church because a lot of our kids now they go to church. There ain't nothing wrong with it, but you know I I wasn't raised like that. You know uh, they come to church with blue jeans hanging off their butt and polo shirt. Nah, that ain't the way we supposed to respect God. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, it's just small things, man, and I just just implementing our program, and kids love it. They love to dress up, and you know, I ordered. We had the same bow tie or tie. I let the kids pick them out. You know, they love it. You know, it, it, you know, when I brought it here to Louisville at first, you know, they were fighting against it a little bit. Uh, you know, but then when we did it the first time, and then everybody was talking about how handsome they look, how good they look, and how well they, you know. You know, then they start loving it. You know, uh, like I just told them, just trust the process. You know, you know we're gonna win football games. Just the little small things, the one that I, I, you know, I want to implement in my program to make sure that the kids get what they, 
not getting anywhere else. And, and I think as coaches, we can we can get that to them. No doubt about it, Coach. So, uh, Coach, um, also at, at that clinic you had uh, when during your presentation, you you made a point. Uh, you mentioned you were a defensive coach, uh, defensive coordinator uh, prior to becoming head coach, uh, and that you taught your team uh, formations. Uh, is that something you guys still do? Uh, put an emphasis on with with your kids playing defense uh, in the off season. Yes, we do. I I think uh, kids have to learn formations, and you know we we go over formation, different formation. They need to know what um, uh, doubles are. They need to know what twins clothes are. You know, I I think they play faster once they recognize different formations, and then they play faster. You know, they need to know. You know different formations. So we teach formations, and then we get a kid test. You know uh, on on formations on on whoever we playing. And I think you know once they recognize formation, you know, and then this defense we gonna play. So and it allow our kids to play faster when they know on what they looking at. And you know I I think it's just like on offense. You got to, that quarterback got to read what coverage you know people you know doing and 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 we also do a lot of disguising and our coverage and what we doing now you know so and 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 we can do that because when the kids learn different formations we can play faster and we can go over a lot more things with the kids and you know I, I love the way we run our program here uh, and our coaches all on the same page and and and, and they have it set up. Man, I'm talking about perfect when I got here to Lewis. I mean, I get all the kids at 130, and we got to sit up. You know, we have team meetings before we go out to practice, man. This is unbelievable, the setup they had here, man. So it was it was wild. Now, Coach, um, you, you have a great uh, school or schedule set up at Lewisville High School. Uh, how did it compare to – that at Knoxville, were you guys on block schedule? Did you have seven periods, or or was it a variation of both? Uh, no. When I was in Knoxville, it was periods, and uh, here is block. And and I tell everybody, if you can get block, man, that's the way to go. That's that's the way to go. Block, we know. But at, uh, in here, you know, I get all of my coaches doing that fourth block. You know, and it's. You know, it's just the way they just had it set up here in Louisville. You know, I just fell in a good situation. You know, you get all your coaches on that fourth block. You know how much stuff you can get done before three o'clock. <laughs> you know, uh, but you know, in Knoxville, I had periods, and then I I didn't have all my coaches doing that seven period. You know, we just had one period, but we made it work. You know, we made it work there. Um, it, you know, we we kept the kids a lot longer because we had to get it in. You know, right? You know, here I can I can let the kids go in in, in a totally, you know, uh, a, a great time. You know, because we I get them so so much earlier. But you know, you have to do what you have to do. You know, I, I'm the type of coach that I don't whine about situations, man. I just adapt. You know, whatever whatever adversity that I have to face or whatever I have to do as a coach, you know, I don't whine about it. You know, I just roll up my sleeve and we just get it done. You know, whatever it is, if if I if, if my kids need something and I go to the administrator and act for it and they say, you know, they don't have the money. Guess what? I'm going to fundraise. I'm going to get what we need. And that's that's just the attitude that I had. Absolutely, coach. Again, listeners, you're listening to In Your Own Words podcast. I'm Chris Thickpin. Today, my guest is Louisville High School five time state championship winning head football coach, Coach Shorter. Coach Shorter's won state championships at Knoxville County. 
High School and Louisville High School. Uh, Coach, um, you mentioned the great setup um, you have there. Is Do you guys have a separate uh, JV and ninth grade, or does your ninth grade play JV? Um, our ninth grade and, um, you know, because the numbers, I mean, we're small – we're small for a. Uh, I think when the number the numbers came out this time, I mean, I think we were like twenty students uh, away from being three A. So uh, our ninth and tenth graders, uh, we pretty much do JV with them, um, you know, because you know it, it just we don't have the numbers to to do a separate ninth grade and a separate JV anymore, and 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 we decide just to do the ninth and tenth grade our JV and then. Um, some of our 10th grade, most of our 10th grade is dressed varsity. So, I mean, that's the way we do it here. Yeah. Okay. So, Coach, you've probably been asked this before. How is uh, maybe, for the listeners that don't know, uh, how is Louisville and Knoxville uh, similar uh, in, in, I guess, the community and the kids? You know, um, when I when I, when I I came here, you know, you're talking about two schools only 30 miles apart, but it's they they so different, <laughs> you know. It, it's different. The kids are different. Um, the the Nashville kids are are pretty much like blue coddle type, you know. Kids, uh, you know, live in a lot of rural areas. You know, have to survive for just about everything. You know, uh, you know, just tough kids. You know, like didn't didn't have no excuse. Like I, I can remember times and. The kids, they riding horses, they riding four-wheelers, they riding anything to get to practice, you know. Uh, you know, here is it, it, more, um, I, 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 I say the kids here have a little bit more money than the kids <laughs> in Knoxville. And, you know, uh, because, you know, I can remember we do after-school snacks in Knoxville. I mean, it's no snacks left, no snacks. Here we do after-school snacks. You know, you still got snacks left. So I'm like, wow, you know, um, the kids here in Louisville kind of like, I, I I look at them like kind of like city kids and, and comparing to the Knoxville kids, yeah. <laughs> you know. But they similar because they both love football, man, and and and, and both programs. I mean, great football players at both pro- programs, man. I'm telling you, uh, and great kids at both programs. I, you know, when I came here, it, the kids are, are are pretty much similar football wise and attitude wise. You know, uh, great kids, uh, but you know it, it it's a different style of football. But they both, you know, you know here in Louisville, these kids play some heck of a football. So so much talent, so much talent here, and it's just like in Knoxville, there's a lot of talent there as well. But you know, I when I when I got here and I just see that feeder program and all the kids that's coming up here in Louisville, I'm like, wow. You know, it, it's just a lot of, you know, and it's up to us just to get that, get it out of because it, it's talent here, you know, and, and, and the tradition with football here is it, like no other, you know. Uh, I thought I was, you know, when I was at Knoxville, you know, it, 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 it started to get really good tradition with football, but here the tradition is unbelievable. You know, you go back from 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 the eighties when they first started recording state championship. This program had won a state championship in every decade since they started recording. 
and 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 you can't help but be like, wow, <laughs> you know, you know, it's a tradition here. But the kids, you know, they 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 love their football, and man, I'm telling you, it is it is the pipeline with the Tims and the and the Gosses and all that. It it's just it, it's steady coming. It's steady coming, <laughs> you know. So they got good bloodlines in that part of Winston County. Man, great bloodline, and I'm talking about. Some monsters coming up. <laughs> so, Coach, uh, you know, growing up, uh, did you always uh, know you were going to be uh, a coach? Or is that something you've always uh, aspired to be? Uh, you know, um, I remember when I was in high school, you know, I I remember writing a paper. And I just told – I remember writing in that paper, I think, that teacher asked what we want to do in life and I was like I want to be a football player and I want to play professional football and I remember when she asked me okay suppose you get hurt you know and I never thought about it you know getting hurt I ain't gonna get hurt you know and uh and 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 she got on me hard her name is Miss Wilson I'll never forget and she was like you know she told me something that stuck with me and I hear it all the time from coaches and I tell my kids this all the time too you know, the air going to be let out the ball one day. You're not going to be able to play football forever, basketball forever. You got to get an education. You got to do this. You got to do that. So it kind of like stuck with me. And and I and I share that with my kids this, this, this day. And, you know, she was like, if you don't play football forever, what you want to do? And I was like, I want to be a coach. And she's like, now nah, you're talking, you know. Then she was like, you got to get an education. You got to do this and this and that. And. And then as I started playing ball and everything, and, you know, I had the opportunity to play in 96, um, got invited to the San Diego football camp, and I made, you know, uh, I was on the practice squad for a year. And then during that time, I went to Canada and played in the CFL. And and then I started coaching, you know, started in 98 and been coaching ever since. And and never, never thought that I would have this kind of success when I first started. But, you know, I just knew I wanted to be a coach. I didn't, you know, at the time, you know, I guess head coach wasn't wasn't there yet until I started coaching. And I had a great, great teacher, man. Uh, MC Miller, you know, he hired me in Knoxville County. He brought me there. And I I looked at everything that he did, you know, and I, and I saw how he was running the program and, and I saw, you know, we 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 start winning there and and start having success, and and I was just right there, soaking all of it in. I was like a sponge, man. I was just soaking everything in, everything he did, you know, learning how to 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 take care of football field. I was right there with him during the summer, learning everything. When I got my opportunity, you know, uh, you know, I, you know. Working with Coach Miller for 11 years, probably the last three or four years, I was ready to be a head coach. But, you know, um, you know, I had a couple of opportunities, and, and I, I remember interviewing for the Gentry job, and they offered me the job. But then, you know, I ended up staying in Knoxville. But, um, you know, I had some opportunities, but I, I guess it wasn't my time yet. But, you know, I, you know, as I would know you know start coaching at a young age I fell in love with it man I, it was like a passion for me you know it, you know just as to see the growth of kids from their ninth grade year to their senior year and everything that I can offer those kids and 
you know, it's it just, it's just, I think this is what, you know, God intends for me to do in life. You know, I, I just love what I do and, and, and I'm going to do it until I get tired of it, man. And, 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 and I don't know, man, I just love coaching these kids, man. Absolutely, Coach. And, uh, you know, for the listeners that don't know, uh, Coach M.C. Miller, uh, I guess you could say started uh, the winning tradition at Knoxville County uh, High School. I think he coached at Louisville. That's one stint. But he coached maybe close to 40 years uh, in the state of Mississippi and um, have a lot of uh, ties to Coach uh, Shorter and other coaches. So uh, a great coach. Uh, I had a chance to speak with him at a clinic before and he was I thought you know for the first time meeting him he he was giving me advice uh and he didn't have to he took out time to talk to me about football and some things but uh just a great a great man yeah he is man and I'm telling you uh you know he gave me my start and you know and I, I soaked everything in you know everything that he was doing especially when he was in his younger days man i mean uh, man you talking about a tough coach man when he was younger man 20 some years ago man it was it was just excited just to be around him and uh and he touched the lives of a lot of coaches man you know a lot of great coaches out there in our in our coaching field today you know just like uh you know that a lot of lot of great coaches came off his tree, man. You know, and and I'm I'm just blessed to be one of them. And and um, you know he he paved the way for us, man. And I give him all the credit because you know I just watched the things that he did, and and he's a legend. And then no you know no no wonder you know he soon he retired, he got inducted to the Hall of Fame right away. You know it ain't take long. You know he's a legend in his own ways, and great guy, great friend. You know, I call on him right now. You know, we'll talk forever. You know, so, 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 coach, let me let know. me ask you this, and and this this will give you opportunity. To, uh, who who gives who gives a better pregame speech, or who's bigger on pregame speeches? You or Coach Miller? <laughs> I've heard some stories, if so that's you... why I asked. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I I, I can remember. Uh, you know, if you can understand Coach Miller, you, you know, he 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 got he gives some good ones, man. And uh, I can remember some of them, man. And uh, he get you fired up, man. And I I I don't know, man. I, I think I get him to get him that, you know. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. So, Coach, um, you you've won a lot. Um, when I went back and and looked, I think uh, a hundred and twenty five games. Uh, if if you could go back and maybe coach any game um does any game come to mind uh man i I had some great moments and you know um coached a lot of games a lot of football um man i i I think some of the games the the one game you know a few games sticks out you know i guess going head to head with coach miller for you know um all those years that we battled, you know, when he was here in Louisville and I was in Knoxville and we used to, you know, battle. So I think some of those matchups and those games was really, really tense and good football games kind of, kind of, kind of, you know, goes back. But I think this last state championship game, I, I think it was the hardest decision that I had to make, you know, um, it down the stretch to go for all those fourth downs and, and then making that two-point conversion, I think this game right here will stick out for a long time. 
uh, of the decision that that we made throughout this game, uh, this last one. But I had some great moments and great memories of a lot of games. And uh, I think besides those battles that with Coach Miller over the years, and I think this last championship, um, I, I, I probably would say, this, you know, those those memories was, was, was the most ones for me. Absolutely. Again, listeners, you're listening to In Your Own Words podcast. My guest today is Louisville High School head football coach, uh, Coach uh, Tyrone Shorter. Coach, um, if you could uh, give any uh, person in college that's interested in going into education and becoming a coach any advice, what are some of the things maybe uh, you would tell them that, that possibly you wish you knew at an early age? Um, I would first, I, I, I probably would tell a, a young coach that's coming out of college to make sure you go ahead on and get your administration uh, degree. You know, why you still young because, you know, I'm, you know, got, got minds now, you know, when I was older. So it was, you know, I, I, I think that's important. And, and I, and, and I tell a lot of young coaches when they come in this field in high school, you know, do it for the passion of it, do it because, you know, you want to make a difference in the young guys, you know, uh, you know, make a difference in the young guys, you know. But uh, if you if you come in and trying to make a lot of money and, and coaching in high school, you know, you, you know, you need to try to stay in college and coach or, or, or go to the next level in the pros or whatever. But, you know, I, you know, you can make a decent living, you know, uh, coaching in high school and, and, and you know, but. You got to do it for the love of the game, and 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 you got to do it for the right reason. And I think you know, I think coaches that 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 come out and they do it for the right reason, they last longer and they have more success. You know, than coaches that want to come in and use the kids just to move on. You know, I I, I don't like coaches that do that trying to just using kids just to move on and get bigger and better things. Uh, you know, but. You know, there's a lot of great young coaches that 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 trying to you know get into this coaching field, and, and I'm hoping that I'm a good example and some of the things that I do, and people follow me and and, and do it the way, you know, I, I think the way that I kind of handle things and do things, it is not just you know it, it it's for the younger coaches that come behind me, and, and that's how I looked at it, you know, because. You know, I had some great coaches that influenced me. You know, my college coach and my high school coach, Lon Wright, you know, in Port Gibson High School, man, that I can remember. I'm doing some of the things that he did for us, you know, just take take you over his house and just cook for you, you know. You know, he did those things for us, and I do that thing with my program now with my kids. And there's nothing that I wouldn't do for these kids. And, and that's why I tell a lot of young coaches, when you come in in this field and do it, Man, do it for the right reason. You know, don't do it for a personal gain, trying to get here or there. Um, because if you're good in what you do, you're going to get opportunities. So, I mean, that's that's advice that I have. For Absolutely, Coach, and that's, that's great advice. Um, re- regardless, if, you, if you're coaching football, basketball, track, whatever the sport is, uh, or maybe even t- teaching, you need to go into it. Uh, for the right reason and for the kids. Coach, uh, who is – you've had a lot of success. Who would you say is uh, maybe the best player you've ever coached? Oh, 
Man, the best player, man. I, you know, I don't want to get in no trouble <laughs> behind it. <laughs> man, you know, I, I had some great. I, I've been blessed with some great football players. Uh, my 23 years of coaching this great game, and uh, man, I, I had some. I didn't have some dudes, man. Um, and great character guys, you know. Um, I can remember this kid I had in Knoxville named Tabario Hawkins, man. I mean, I, he had. He had all the talent in the world, you know, and 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 you know he fell short somewhere down the line. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what he's doing now. Uh, last time I heard, he was working somewhere out of town, doing great. But you know, I done had some great kids, some good football players, man. Um, um, <laughs> you know, I, it it been some good ones, man. Um, I just say it like this, man. You know, I've been blessed to have all these guys and touch the lives of a lot of kids. And and these kids, you know, they taught me a lot as well, you know, through my journey, uh, the 23 years that I had the pleasure of working with these kids. And, you know, I love them all, and, and, and I'm glad all of them are doing really good. And, you know, uh, some of them, they really listen. They're doing great in life, and some of them that didn't. You know they might not be doing so good. So, but I had some great football players. I just say it like that, man. All of them was good football players to me. No doubt, coach. And coach, uh, you know, you you may remember this, you know, because the story I'm about to tell about this kid, um, you know, it'll it'll all align. Uh, so, I think it was 2014. You know, I'm with Coach Ryan Ernest. We take uh, one of our players to a traveling camp at Clinton High School, and uh, Coach Ashford, who is the head football coach at Lanier High School, uh, comes with Jeffrey Simmons. And, you know, the kids yeah. are working out, and, uh, you know, we were talking to Coach Ashford, and he, and he was saying, you know, he had worked out maybe three or four hours, you know, at Noxaby, and then they drove to Clinton High School, and uh, uh, Jeffrey went through another workout and was probably the best player there, and just dominated the camp, picked up an offer that day. But uh, I, I thought that was incredible. And he was he was certainly talented uh, even back then as an underclassman. And he's now playing in the NFL. Yeah, you know, I, you know, a lot of people probably just think, you know, out of mad, I was going to say Jeff. Um, but Jeff is a is, is a was he's a great he he's a better person than he was a football player. I'm not just, I'm not exaggerating, man. This he's a great kid, good kid, and um, now he was talented, man. I I never you know I mean I just didn't want to say it because I just want all my kids to feel like they were special, right. you know. Uh, but Jeffrey, you know, he he's a talent that you you don't see much, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, I could easily say, yeah, Jeffrey Simmons, you know, um, you know, he's a top twenty pick in 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 the draft a few years ago. But I saw that in him when he was in ninth grade. I told, I remember telling some scouts, this kid will be a first round draft pick when he was ninth grade because he can he 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 did some things as a ninth grader. I'm like, wow, you know. But you know, no doubt that Jeff was, you know, he, he, he's. You know, you, you can see it now. You know, I watched the game yep. Sunday. He dominated, you know, in the game Sunday, uh, uh, against the Texans. So, I mean, he's a great kid. You know, me and him, we, we kind of like talk maybe every other week. You know, he'll text me, you know, or I text him or I tell him great game or he'll call and 
you know, he'll ask coach how I do, you know, stuff like that. Great kid, you know. Um he 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 definitely a, a a really good football player and he's a great person too. No doubt about it. Um again, listeners, you're listening to In Your Own Words podcast. I'm Chris Thickpin. Today my guest is a Louisville High School head football coach um, who's won five state championships at two different schools, Coach uh, Tyrone Shorter. Coach Shorter's had a lot of success, as you uh, heard uh, throughout his career, impacted a lot of lives, and um, I knew he would be uh, a guy I would want to uh, have on the podcast to just kind of reflect and share his journey. So, uh, Coach Shorter, I want to thank you for taking time out, you know, to – to uh, give us some advice and, and give us a master's degree in how you should build a program and develop players. And so um, I wish you all the best and, and your program all the best. Um, do you have any final words, Coach? No, nah, man, I just want to uh, thank you um, for what you do, man. I, I listened to your, you know, uh, show uh, many times and, you know, and I think you're doing, you know, you know, you reaching out to a guy like me, you know, and other coaches and, and giving us the opportunity to share, you know, uh, our belief and, and talk about our program. And I just think this, this speak volume of you and, and I appreciate, you know, everything that you do and all the, any of the coaches out there, young coaches, old coaches, you know, um, if you guys want to talk ball or talk about how we, do our program, how, you know, we run our program here. Uh, you know, uh, you know, you feel free to call me and, 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 Hey, my ears is always, I'm always uh, eager to learn something from you guys as well. And I think we can learn from each other, you know, cause at the end of the day it's about kids. You know, I know we battle with, with each other, but at the end of the day it's about making kids better and, and getting kids to the next level. You know, it, it might be um, to playing college ball or it might be just getting that good job out there in life. So, uh, guys, I, I appreciate you guys uh, listening to what I have to say. And, and Chris, again, man, I appreciate you. Yes, sir. And and he is uh, absolutely uh, correct about that because Coach Short gave me advice years ago and he didn't know me from man on the moon uh, about a job and just a situation. So, Coach, uh, thanks a lot from all of us to all of you good day and god bless thanks you've been listening to in your own words podcast i'm chris thickpin if you would like to get in contact with me you could send your inquiries to in your own words the number 20 at gmail.com again that's in your own words 20 at gmail.com from all of us to all of you good day and god bless